What's up, everybody? Yusuf Ali here. Thanks for listening to the Meldrick Moments Extended Edition podcast right here on Anchor. And if you want to start your own podcast on Anchor, it's absolutely easy and absolutely free. Let me tell you again, absolutely free. And it's so easy, you don't even need a microphone. I mean, it helps if you have a microphone, but you don't need a microphone because they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You don't need a booth. You don't need a studio. All you need is somewhere to sit down and be quiet and start talking. It's great. I recommend it to anybody, first-time users, professional, experienced podcasters, and anybody in between. It's absolutely the best. They have background music intro music, sound effects, kids crying, dogs barking, whatever you need, right there, anchor, use it right now, tell them I sent you, Yusuf Ali. Why don't folks name that boy that African name? No name from Cleveland. 4.24 a.m., but the studio don't close, man. It's a new game now. We ain't passing blunts no more. Jason. Ain't no passing to this left hand side. To the right hand side. No hand side. You keep your blind. You pass a blind now. Somebody likely to cuss you out. Coronavirus. Smoking by yourself. Little blunts. Smoking by yourself. Y'all hear me? What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another Magic Moment Extendo Edition podcast. This is episode number 68. I am still your host, Yusuf Ali. Still coming at you live. Well, kind of live. It's 9.43 on a Monday from TV Table Studios in beautiful Eagle Rock, California. Another Pillowcase production. Um... Uh, we got a full week. Got a full week of shit to talk. Um, Josh Gordon is back. I'm excited about that. Um, Birdman cleared up some old shit. They brought up some old shit that, you know, everybody was kind of thinking about. Um, motherfuckers buying nasty underwear from people for exorbitant amounts of money. Despite, despite the what we talked about last week in the draws challenge. I don't know. Anyway, a lot of shit. Let's just get on into it right quick.
Memos. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Um, this was an interesting week, I guess. Um, let's see where to start. Where to start? Oh, okay. Let's start with what I did yesterday. I went up. I went up. I did a mic at the Ha Ha Comedy Club out here in gorgeous North Hollywood, California. It was um, what we in the industry like to call a bringer show. And I knew I wasn't going to bring nobody. But uh, I just, it was too easy to pass up. You know, I was in that neck of the woods. And it's a comedy stage. And it's stage time. It might as well have been an open mic. But it was okay. It was an open mic with people. It was about 40 people. None of which I brought. Um, it was me and a couple other veteran comics. And then like five or six brand new comics. Who probably brought the crowd. And uh, us, us uh, long time LA comics. Uh, we appreciated that. Uh, thank y'all. Thank y'all for uh, having people with all this new comic optimism. All this new comic hope, you know, when you first start doing it, oh man, everybody want to come out and see and support. 10, 15, 20 shows in, those people realize that, oh, he's just going to keep doing this over and over and over. And for, for a lot of y'all, oh, they, they just gonna keep saying the same thing over and over and over every time they get on stage. How many times am I going to come to watch this? But, uh, yeah, we had a lot of new comic energy crowd yesterday. One girl, uh, bless her heart, she didn't even know what the light meant. And when the, when she got the light, looked at jail, I said, she don't, she don't know what that means. And sure enough, she didn't. The host had to come and stand on the side of the stage. And then the girls just kept talking. Uh, she, she started another thought. And then she, not that she cut herself off. She just hurry up and just ended it. Like it did, but it didn't sound like a cutoff. It sounded like let me hear, let me say something real quick and like necessary. Anyway, and then she just handed the mic to the. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> and sure enough, she had the biggest table of supporters. It was great. Um, but yeah, uh, bring that up to say uh, bring. No pun intended. Um, Bringer shows are shit upon in the industry um, for for a good reason. They just these people. They just want you to bring some people and and pay them. I guess maybe the club get a cut, but they definitely get a cut. Um, and it's not a bad idea to make some money. I'm not mad at the assembler of the bringer show. Um, I'm just, I've been around long enough to know that how it worked. And like I say, it was still fun. It was a crowd of people. Uh, I think I was supposed to do five minutes. I only did four because I only I didn't bring nobody. But um, whatever. <laughs> it was cool. Um, what else happened this weekend? I was, I guess this is not news. Technically, it's new, but I don't know. 
listening to Birdman talk on the podcast, and they asked him about kissing Lil Wayne, and he said it was because that's like that's my son, you know, that's my son. You kiss your son, that's my son. I might now. I don't know if I'm gonna see him again when I leave. So yeah, he basically went Jaheen with it, and um, I was just wondering. Do they kiss every time they leave each other present? Or was it just that one time they got caught on camera? Because if it's just that one time, then that was a bullshit excuse. And if it was every time, that might explain why we don't have any more shots because people probably got... No, nah, that don't make sense. Ain't nobody gonna get tired of seeing that. So, did, did he just dead every like any other time he did that? Did he make sure all the cameras was confiscated? I don't. I'm not buying this. This one time thing. This. Uh, I mean, I'm not buying this. Uh, that's my son thing. I don't know, but uh, I mean, do what you want to do. All the questionable, all the greats' sexuality has been questioned at one point or another. So I don't give a fuck. Lil Wayne probably don't give a fuck. The baby don't care. Just a, a terrible explanation. Just say, just tell the truth. Say, um, I was drunk, man. We was drunk. That's all. Just say, say we uh we was on some shit. I don't know. We was extra high. Say something, but don't say. Don't go the Jaheim route. I mean, come on, come on, man. Come on. Another thing that's in the news that's not news. Is a Gabby Petito thing. I think that's how you say her name. So, like, her thing is one thing. That's news. But was was other shit is like they talked. I just I heard some shit. They were talking about the people mad that you know with the white women syndrome. Patrice O'Neill would be. Oh my God! Yeah, we have. He'd be trying to charge people psychic hotline amounts for this shit he said ten years ago. But um. Um, they like what about the Indian, the native, the indigenous women that went missing from Wyoming? I don't say shit about them. Never mind the black girls. What about the? And it's like, God damn, you would think that would be a more pressing missing person issue because they were about eighteen, nineteen of them left, and they all basically in the same area. So when one of them go missing, you would think like that was a, a bigger deal. Like, God damn. But there's not, and they right. So um hmm. So I don't know. Like I say, that's a new thing, but just something I thought about that might not necessarily be news, you know. Another thing I found out listening to a podcast. That slaves, remember, remember they said Egyptian slaves, you know, built the pyramids, and they probably, they probably even had the picture of the slaves working, and people were driving them and all that shit to work, and not driving them like letting them ride with them in the car, you know what I mean? For you know, slave driving. So, um, no, come to find out, no, that that was a rumor spread by the Romans. So they can justify their own slavery, which you know, 
guess. I guess you don't want to. You're gonna do some fucked up shit like that. You don't want to act. You don't want people to think that you came up with it. You know, like, uh, uh, I was just doing it because they was doing it. I mean, it's still fucked up, but it's like, you know, at least you're not that vicious of a motherfucker. Origin, your originality in the vicious department, you know, ain't that high, but I guess it was. Cause no, they didn't. No, y'all just made that slavery shit up on y'all. Y'all did that shit. Y'all want to do that shit. Say the Egyptians used seasonal workers and volunteers and basically people who can do it when they had a chance. They said, if people was there and they felt like doing it, they did it. That's why it took so long for the shit to get built, which makes sense. Fucking all volunteer pro bono work. So it's gonna take a while. It's gonna take, look, Chief, you ain't paying us. You want us to move this big ass block? I can come on Saturdays between three and six. And we'll move it as far as it's gonna move in those in those hours, motherfucker. Glad I'm helping. This is how I imagine a lot of the pyramid building conversation with. Oh, what happened? Oh, oh, you know I go play basketball every week. I try to stay in some type of shape. Keep my just watch the ball go in. It truly is therapeutic or fun. Just watching the ball going in the back, like, you know, just shooting. If I say, I'm going to make this shot from the bank, on the side, bank shot, and I do, oh, that's just a great feeling. It's a great feeling. And I'm starting to make a lot more than I missed, right? So, I guess it's starting, people starting to take notes. So, fast forward, last time I go, one of the dudes from the next court come over and say, Hey man, you want to run? Uh, you think you're good enough yet? Cause I get what he was saying. He see me just shooting around every time. I said, no nah, man, I just you know, I'm already tired. I, I got I was tired when I got here. I'm just trying to shoot, man. But 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 you know, for the love of the game, if y'all need me. Let me know. Luckily, they did not need me because I peeped over a few times while I was shooting. And while it wasn't like the most talented group of basketball players, they certainly were. <clears throat> they certainly were active. They was moving around up and down, side to side, running, cutting, switching, setting picks. Look, man, I'm definitely not here for all that shit. I thought, y'all, I thought motherfuckers was gonna take it easy. Nah. Nah, they really wanna play. Motherfuckers got headbands on. Motherfuckers doing stretches before the game. Like, nah, man. Nah, I don't, I don't need to stretch to shoot. So. They put it off, but y'all, y'all, y'all go ahead. Watching the Friday the 13th remake. I think it's the one from, uh, I think, 2011. And I couldn't remember why I didn't like it that much. 
Because usually, you know, fuck, killer, slasher movies, yeah, yeah. they all are pretty much the same. Couple couples, everybody want to split up, do shit, and couples fucking, couples smoking weed, and couple, whatever, and they get killed. Repeat formula, next movie. So what made this Jason remake so shitty? I couldn't remember. And then I watched it, and I remember. Jason. Jason himself is terrible in that movie. And I know when you got a new director and you remaking some shit, you might want to put your own little thing in it. You know. But. First, first thing I noticed, he was slim. Jason ain't slim. Jason is like a defensive end type motherfucker. This Jason was like a, a small forward. You know, they ain't super skinny, but they ain't, you know, you know, they ain't like Carl Malone or nothing. So it was that. And then the next thing I noticed, he had blonde hair, like long, like long enough to put into a ponytail. Jason never had hair. He was, he just, you know, he was a deformed baby head motherfucker. He ain't had no hair. Had an ugly face. He's an ugly grown baby. Alright? So then they fucked up that. Then, on one scene, he killed a motherfucker with a bow and arrow. Like, with, pre- with precision from across the lake. Right in between the fucking eyebrows. When did Jason pick up these archery skills? I never seen Jason use nothing other than a machete or slam a motherfucker to, to the shit around him. A boy and arrow? He might as well have him shooting. And then the biggest slap in the face. He had the black guy. Because he don't even have the black guy. Black guy. Tough. Athletic. You know. I'm going to be alright. I'm going to fight Jason. And he hit Jason and take off on. And Jason. Take off run. I say man turn this shit off. I didn't watch 10, 11, 12 Jasons. And I ain't never seen this motherfucker pick his feet up and put one foot in front of the other in an assertive, fast-like motion. So that was just that was just too much to handle. And I just turned that shit off. And uh, speaking of serial killers, maybe we can get on with the news, the real shit. Um... One serial killer, black dude, out here in California, of course. They say the only other place um, more dangerous for women is Alaska. Which I get it. I mean, it's Alaska. 
Ain't no telling what they doing. Who gonna check on what's going on in Alaska? Why? Why I'm surprised any women up there? Why is it women in Alaska? Get the fuck out of there. It's Alaska. Anyway, this guy name is Chester Turner, and he in high school would grope unwantedly on young girls. Oh, well, classmates. And earn the nickname World Famous Albion Chester Miller. So I don't know if this is true, but I thought that might be the first Chester to molester. Not, not a lot of people didn't heard that Chester to molester. But if your name is Chester, you just cannot do that. You just cannot. You have you unless you never heard this name before. That's the one thing you cannot do. You cannot. You cannot. And I ain't even talking about women. You can't even. You, of course, I'm, I mean women primarily, but I mean you can't molest. You molest in the dictionary. Your name is Chester. I'm doing this live. I should have wrote this down. But I did not. You can't either bother, interfere, or annoy a motherfucker. Which is the third definition. You have to be of the utmost character if your name is Chester. You gotta be reliable, trustworthy funny, outgoing, all that shit, but, um, I digress, some highland bitch, um, alright, let's, let's talk about some news,
All right, Melmos, before we get started with the news, just want to remind y'all that this portion of the podcast is brought to you by the good people at the Preserve Pot Academy, where the goal is to help you get the most out of your bag. I am also the founder and president and a graduate. Let you know that um, it really works, really works, man. Um, um, uh, here's a little bit of proof. Here's a testimonial. Um, I'm going into about the fourth week, I want to say, of a two ounce purchase. I'm still smoking. I that saying. So yeah. Fuck with me, man. I'll show you the ways. Um, anyway. I don't usually start off with sports, but hey, man. Speaking of weed, Josh Gordon is back. Uh, he has been reinstated with the NFL and is looking like he about to sign with the Chiefs. And we already played them this year, so I don't give a fuck who else they get. Now, we see them again. I might give a fuck. I just thought about that. Anyway, yeah, I'm just happy for him anyway, man. That's my guy, Josh. Um, one of the best receivers the league has ever seen, high or sober. Definitely one of the best high receivers. It's like him and Chris Carter. And then that's it. Um, oh, oh, and uh, Michael Irvin. Well, other than that, yeah, I'm just happy he's back. And um, I'm rooting for him, man. Like I say, he's he, he not he with the Chiefs and Unless we see them again down the road in the playoffs. He really, I don't give a fuck. As long as he's not with the Steelers or the Bengals or the Ravens. Um, so, yeah, happy Josh is back. Um, staying in sports. Uh, Kyrie and um, fucking Wiggins. What's, what's Wiggins first, man? Mitchell, I don't know, Wiggins, Golden State, I don't give a fuck about his first name right now, it's not important, what's important is, they having issues with they, um, being unvaccinated NBA players and these new rules and vaccine mandates and everything, Kyrie, everybody know his stance and his him versus the Barclays Center and they like, hey man, you can't come in here unvaxxed. Andrew Wiggins. Mitchell is his father. Anyway, they like can't come in here unvaxxed. And he like, well, I just wanna be in that bitch, you know, holla at y'all. We make it to the playoffs, I see y'all, you know, games three, four, um games what who would it be? Games three, four, uh six and seven or something like that. Anyway. So that's his stance. And then you got Andrew Wiggins like, well, I want to use my religious exemption. And they like, nah. Because you didn't use the religious exemption before when you took some other shots or whatever the fuck. I guess they give you all type of shots before, you, you know, when you're getting drafted or whatnot. So they're like, nah. But the catch is, it's religion. So, like, if I'm a player and I want to use a religion exemption, 
I just started practicing this religion last year. I got closer to this religion when the pandemic hit. And this is what I am now. So, um, yeah. And what you going what you going to say? What you going I can work, I can believe whatever I want to believe. What you what are you to say? Who are you to say what I can believe in? Right? I don't know. We gonna see. He gotta, he gotta, he gotta stretch. He gotta, he gotta work this argument a little bit more to his favor. If that's the route he gonna take, you know. Cause uh, word on the street is they firing motherfuckers in New York that's not vaccinated. Ones at their jobs, so. NBA players ain't firing. NBA ain't firing motherfuckers, but they might hold your check. I don't know. Like I said, he better. There's some wiggle room in that religious exemption. He just he's not using it. He need to take advantage. Um, not all for sports. I don't know. Whatever. Let's go. Um. This is important. Oh, they say that it's a class action lawsuit against Big Chicken. Apparently, they was overcharging motherfuckers for legs and thighs and, and shit and like that and whatnot. And with it being a wing shortage, you'd think they was undercharging. But no, it was overcharging. And I guess if you bought chicken in the last... 10 years, you've been getting fucked over. I got chicken. I just ate chicken just tonight. I got chicken. I got three more days of chicken ready to go. Three more days worth of chicken ready to go. So, you know I've been buying chicken over 10 years. All I know is I want my cut. I don't care if it's $10, $100, if I'm gonna get some money for eating all for all this chicken I ate, they trying to give back. Then I guess I needs my money. I needs my chicken money. These two dudes got charged with attempted murder, which I don't understand why. Especially the second dude. The second dude was just there, like. I don't know. Maybe he might have gave the dude um, a pain pill or some shit. Because what happened was another dude decided he wanted to go to his apartment and get a discount on the castration. You know, because, I mean, you can go and probably request a castration from your local hospital. But I don't... I don't. It can't. It can't be that cheap. I don't know if they just. That's definitely a cosmetic surgery. I don't know if insurance, whatever job you got, is covering that. So you got to think outside the box. Probably get on Craigslist. Maybe even Facebook. Maybe even tweet it. Anyway, it go. He found these two guys. And they're doing castrations out their apartment. Matter of fact, 
they had a couple appointments lined up after he left. And, um, yeah. They cut this guy's nuts off and, um, sent him on his way. I guess, uh, I guess, um, they didn't suture it, right? I don't know. I don't know. Somehow they got found out. Come, come to find out, these motherfuckers got jars full of nuts in the motherfucking refrigerator and said they was going to eat the nuts. Which, I'm still looking for the crime here. I don't see no attempted murder. I don't see no, I mean, what the fuck? These people are voluntarily letting this dude cut off their nuts. Maybe for pay. I think he get paid. So that's even better. These people are paying this guy cut off their nuts. And then they his nuts. If you want to eat them, he should be able to eat them. And it's America. Moving on. Dude tried to turn in the car that he stole. Which it's on the surface is not you know the worst idea. He trying to train in for another car, you know. And you gotta figure whatever they give me for this is a deal. I didn't pay nothing for it. I stole it. So they gonna give me, you know, two hundred even the 200 I know this is a brand new car but of course, why are you questioning why I only gonna take 200 don't worry about that don't worry about why I ain't got no keys it's push to start you don't need a key anyway give me the $200 I'm out so which like I say that's off the surface that sound like not the worst idea Except he took it back to the dealership where he stole it from. I mean, he was trying to—he uh, was trying too hard to finesse the system. Now, like I said, you, you take that shit to like, you know, Larry's, you know, auto. Larry ain't gonna ask no question. He gonna take that 2021 Charger or whatever the fuck it is and give you. A 2018 Accord or whatever the fuck. No questions asked. He he know a guy that can get the key or whatnot. Get that little column fixed back up like new. And that ain't nothing but some wiring hanging out the bottom. All that take care of all that. But you want to go back to the like a dealer like a dealer they got commercial so they know that car they probably just reported like hey somebody stole a red challenger ain't this a bitch never mind here he is here easiest arrest in the history of police saw a supposedly funny video of a kid who has said, the caption said, kid doesn't want to go to school. So, the video started out, um, 
just a, you know, just a car in the driveway. And then here, here come a little dude. Look like to be about 10. And he gave one good stab in that motherfucking tire. And that motherfucker go down. So it was something big and sharp. And yeah, it was funny. It might it might be a funny like a, a funny tragedy, a tragic humor like a, a Shakespeare play because it was funny to us. But he gonna get his ass whooped. That was a ring camera or some type of shit. That wasn't no cell phone footage. That was some, you know, they gonna his mama. Somebody gonna see that. They gonna see that that he flattened that tire like that. So while he might not go to school or might even get a half day, he is gonna get his ass whooped when he get home. That's number one. Number two. The technique he used to stab that tire. Between that and that motherfucker from last week talking about he want to be a killer. I'm just saying anything. Keep an eye on these fuckers. Get more ring cameras. Ring cameras should be passed out. So we can just... Nah, nah, I don't want to make everything a fucking... What's that shit? Surveillance state. But man... All I'm saying is these kids are not fucking around. And I'm leaving it at that. I told y'all that we got enough of these fucking kids. But nope. Here we go. Alright. That's two. That's two. Put on the fucking watch list. Saw another video of these guys was demonstrating the body armor some new shit where like you can't even tell a motherfucker got it on like it's it's slick like on the outside looking in he just got on a shirt and a jacket a suit jacket a blazer or whatever the fuck but all that shit was armor and the dude was testing it out and he was I'm talking about stabbing with a knife stabbing with an ice pick and he wanted to swing this big ass hand like sword t- I don't know what the fuck he was swinging at this dude chest and all that shit was I mean it it worked which I wasn't worried about that not working cause you're not gonna you know I imagine you're gonna test that shit hundreds of times on the dummy before you put that shit on your chest your own chest you might even, you might even, you know, put it on a fucking a big ass cat. I don't know. You gonna you gonna make sure that shit work on something else before you put that shit on yourself. So that wasn't what I was worried about. What I was worried about watching the video was the dude that was testing the shit, his technique. Like, think about what you're doing. You trying to reflect a knife off of my chest. Now, if we showing how bullet bulletproof vest work or some shit like that, it's either gonna absorb the bullet or make the bullet bounce off, which is probably dangerous for people standing around a fucking demonstration. But in this case, this knife is bouncing off your chest. What's to say this motherfucker don't slip and cut your motherfucking throat? Like it's a chest protector. 
your neck is wide open. So, all I'm saying is, look, if the shit don't poke, we get that it don't slice. We don't need the slice demonstration. Hey, man, you too close to my face. That's all I'm saying. Then you're going to hit him with a bat? All right, anyway, okay. So Meg, the stallion, got a Nike deal. I guess you're going to have a line of clothes. I'm looking forward to our line of shoes. That's going to be dope. And they ain't had no girl, like, Nikes probably since Cheryl Swoops. I want to say they had somebody since then, but I don't know. If I'm wrong, almost leave it in the comments. Uh, leave a message. Even better. I play it on the show. Um, but I'm hoping they come out with some Megs. Then I was thinking, if they came out with some, if she was signed with Adidas, they definitely would have came out with some shoes. You know, cause, you know, they got the Kanye's and all that. So they had the Megs, and they could have made some, like, you know, some, not necessarily. What's mm, the, the right word? Some classy bullet holes in the heels. Because they Adidas. Anyway, um, this is a kind of sad, a kind of sad news. Remember uh, when the, again going back to the Gabby Petito, and uh, the black lady came out and said, you know, well my son is missing, and yeah, y'all, y'all ain't, you know, making no big fuss over that. Come to find out, he wasn't missing. They had him. They had him the whole. They had him since September 4th. Ain't that a bitch? You got me looking for my son, and y'all got him laid up on the table. And what's taking y'all? So, is the motherfucker who checked him in on vacation or something? Can y'all call this motherfucker and say, "Hey, oh, oh yeah, my fault. That was uh, that's dude. That's all you gotta do. A text." We ain't know it was him. The fuck? I've been telling y'all that my son is missing. This tall, this weight, he got this haircut, but you don't know it's him. Like I say, that that was that was that's just that's just terrible police work, terrible hospital work. Motherfuckers need to get paid, fired, all type of shit. Well, not the mother need to get paid motherfuckers need to get fired um, oh I guess this is new. this is sports uh, somebody want to buy Michael Jordan's or they did auction off which was a sick idea in the first place to, to think of this but um, somebody auctioned off Michael Jordan's used draws with a with a disclaimer that they were you know obviously used so I don't know what that means I don't know if he done bust nuts in them fucking shit in them pissing them at the very least sweating them so they they, they stretched out and shaped from running or something he's probably playing basketball in them I'm sure you do he play basketball every day at some point of the day Michael Jordan playing basketball 
and a motherfucker paid $3,000 for some used drawers. It ain't about... Of course they're not going to wear them. I would hope. But you never know. A motherfucker got... The, the type of motherfuckers that got $3,000 to spend on used drawers, the type of motherfucker that'll fucking wear them. Um, and I guess, considering this Michael Jordan draws... Three thousand dollars is kind of cheap. Because I mean, it's motherfuckers that still draws and collect them and and panty panty raiders, all this type of shit, and they never get like Michael Jordan level draws. They might get like a somehow they might get know somebody that work in housekeeping at a fancy hotel, and they might get like. You know, George Clooney draws or something like that. But they ain't gonna get Michael Jordan draws. And if they do, they definitely gonna get more than $3,000. So that's kind of a sweet deal. It's fucked up. It's horrible, but, you know, sweet deal. Oh, another sports. Uh, this dude, Justin Tucker, set an NFL record, which, hey, man. Excuse me, man, almost. That's that um, second plot of the, of the program kicking in. But, um, 67-yard field goal ain't nothing to be sneezed at. If you think about it, that's fucking damn near that's literally 70% of the field there. So, he kicked the ball. Can you imagine how far a kick that is? Just really think about that. And it's amazing. And they say the, the record was 66 yards, which held this fucking long because that's even crazier. We had, the Browns had a motherfucker kick the 57 yards, which is damn near is longer, more than half the field. So, that's still impressive, but... 67 yards and the difference is between like 67 and it's like everybody like well shit he only broke the record by one yard motherfuckers beat running records by .1 seconds so that's a whole yard is more than enough to justify beating a record more importantly he did it with toes and people be like wait a minute because the other dude that did it, he had like a cl- like a half a foot with some shit like like some type of birth defect. Basically, he was born to kick. He had a little little fucking nine iron on the end of his fucking chin, so he was born to do this. Which, of course, he gonna. I'm surprised he ain't kicked a 76 yard field goal. Look, did you see that little? He had a little little fucking block on his foot, on his leg whatever the fuck so I mean how impressive is it this dude did that with five toes that shit hurt so I think that's just to me I think that's just more newsworthy Um, they say they're killing sex workers in St. Louis well, I say they because uh, some other people say no, nah, it necessarily wasn't sex workers. I mean, the one girl had got forty dollars or something like that one time, 
but she wasn't necessarily what you would call a sex worker. More importantly, they're giving out tips on how to, you know, find the suspects, like things to look out for. Uh, did, did a motherfucker just wash their car for no reason or put it in for repairs? Like, Or did they did they fucking hit and run the sex workers? Why? How is that gonna lead to silly shit, man? The bottom line is, I listen to these serial killer podcasts, and I guess the St. Louis police do too, because they think that that's all they gotta do is give people shit that they heard on the motherfucking podcast. That shit don't work, man. Uh, this lady kicked the seal off a boat because the boat was being surrounded by killer whales and they say orca in the article but if you've seen the video it's killer whale and everybody matter for kicking the seal off the boat and you can't you can't I mean you can't be mad like she told the thing she told the seal hey man look this is nature you food, that's how the food chain work, you got to go. So, if a motherfucker don't flip the fucking steak on the fucking grill, and you just watching the steak burn on the grill, you gonna be mad. Like, hey man, fucking flip the steak, come on, do the shit right, let's go. And that's all she did by kicking that seal in the water. With flip the steak. Well, she didn't kick it, like physically kick it. She coerced it. Either way it go. It's either them, it's either that that seal, or these motherfucking two-ton ass killer whale. Killer. Emphasis on killer whale. Gonna take this whole boat down and get this motherfucker. So get off the boat. Man, and they man, get the fuck out of here. And finally, in Norway, they got a nicotine patch called a motherfucking what is this shit called, man? A shoes, scoose, scoosh, some shit. Either way, it go. You're supposed to put the shit in your ass. Or since they Norwegian, European motherfuckers, they got they putting the shit in the foreskin and now this shit is real this shit is swelling up their dickheads. Now now everybody was mad at Nicki Minaj for telling a third hand story about somebody's ball swelling up well these people calling in saying I put this shit in my foreskin and it swole up my dickhead I mean the good news is I don't want to smoke cigarettes no more I bet the fuck you don't want to smoke cigarettes you can't it's not, you ain't thinking about no cigarettes if your dickhead swole so with that I guess this shit work
Brody, let me holler at you real quick. Come here. What's going on with you and them little females that was in the car right there? Why they running from you and trying to hop in the car and shit? No, they were really mad. No, they didn't mad because you was, nigga, you harassing them and shit. I wasn't trying to, like, ransom You know that, why are they running from you and trying to hop in their car and talk about leaving them alone? One of the girls, it was Daniel Huh? was trying to, like, take care of her. Nah, you wasn't trying to take care of her, man. You was chasing them down and all type of shit. They trying to get their motherfucking car. Now, like, I, I was watching you though, bro. Like it's four, five females. They trying to get in their car. Now, now I'm saying they trying to get in their car and you harassing them. I was watching you for two, three minutes. They running from you and shit. So uh, nigga, gonna run from me now, nigga. Get your ass over here, nigga. I beat your ass, nigga. Don't ever do no shit like that. I'll fuck you up. I fuck you up, nigga. All right, this week on that time when I'm just gonna tell y'all about that time when I bought a Carl Malone jersey. And only reason this is a story because of my hatred, my well-known public hatred of Carl Malone. And I'm not alone in this hatred. A lot of people don't fuck with Carl Malone. That's what makes this story a little interesting. And I bought his jersey. I saw that JJ's this no OJ's discount menswear. JJ's was the musical store. So the tapes. But OJ's menswear. Hanging on the rack. Carl Malone jersey. And the only reason I bought it, number one, I love basketball. Number two, it was the first jersey I had ever seen in the store for sale to buy. I think I was like seventh grade, eighth grade, one of them grades. And I was like, oh, it's going down. And then Champion just, I mean, was the biggest thing in the world. Everybody had a champion jersey of whatever your your favorite player was. They had so many jerseys. So, eventually I ended up having oh, uh, man. So many jerseys. Alonzo Morton, uh, Kenny Anderson, Penny Hardaway, another Penny Hardaway, Latrell Sprewell, uh, oh, I think I had a Michael Jordan jersey. No, I never had a Michael Jordan jersey. Juwan Howard. I had a red bullet Juwan Howard. Just so many jerseys. Um, but yeah. Come along, man. It's to thank for all that. I don't believe that. I bought a Carmel on jersey. But if I hadn't, that wouldn't have started the whole thing. And I remember buying my that evolved to like official jerseys. Where as I famously explained it to Tony in the lunch line when he said, What's the difference between an official jersey and a and a replica jersey? Because the replica jersey, it just only different only thing I can see is it ain't got the and I said, There you go, stop right there. That's a difference. 
That's the difference. Authentic jerseys ain't got no ain't gots. And there you go. So, that time I bought that Carmelo jersey set off of... You might as well say lifelong passion for jerseys that I still wear to this day. 30 years later. This week on Part of Tracks, we went to hoop. Me and Larry Martin was talking about we went to hoop this past weekend. Uh, Marvin fucking around and cost us to we only played one game, not because we lost, but be actually because we won. And he didn't want to let us pick somebody else and, and play with him and run. Without talking about, he got a rock in his shoe. Give him a second, and he didn't know which shoe the rock was in. Man, you a centipede. It took an hour and a half for me to figure out which shoe the fucking rock was in. Alright, this fucking COVID is here to stay. But, so is comedy. Hey, job, uh, friends come down here. <laughs> nah, I get it. It's a weed job, man. Why'd you expect them to do anything? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm white. I was like, come down, I'm going to Whatever, it's probably hot. <laughs> I'm, I'm shitting on the weed job, but it's cool. Well, I, had, I got it at the end of the pandemic. Uh, like a lot of people, I was getting unemployment reparations. listening this far uh and this long and fuck with me and if you're a new melmo welcome to the show um tell somebody to tell somebody else why you fucking with it um uh everybody else um i'm glad you're still here and uh we're gonna keep doing this and i just want to shout out everybody that liked the post share the motherfucking post retweet the post uh comment under the instagrams tell somebody to look at this shit all that man i appreciate all the views from all the platforms from all the outlets so uh melmos let's keep this going magic moment extended edition love y'all all 
right, Melmos. Um, we have come to the end of the show. Another long show, longer than I thought it was going to be, but I hope y'all enjoyed yourselves, man. You're a new Melmo. Hope you had a real good time listening. Hope you will be back for the next episode and tell somebody else to tell somebody else. And if you are old Melmo, then, uh, I mean, a returning old, a returning Melmo, then uh, I appreciate you for your um, continued support. And before we get out of here, uh, let me just, one more thing, one more thing. I just want to say, I was never a fan of the fist bump. Um, I moved out here, and it was a thing, even before Corona, uh, it was just a a California-heavy thing, this fist bump shit. And... Even though we might not go back to handshakes, even though I try my best, I'm I'm all for my hand for the most part. I probably didn't hand shook 85% of the time of the pandemic. Um, occasionally, somebody will offer the fist bump, and I'm just saying if we're gonna do that. We gotta bring the dap back. We gotta bring the dap back. I know if you would turn out your hand. And it got turned to a dab. If you offered a handshake, it got turned to a dab. It was like a sign of disrespect or a sign of, you know, not necessarily disrespect, but like we ain't on the same level. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I would, I only handshake people I know. You are dap worthy. I know because it happened to me in Allen Iverson. But, um, yeah, it's, it's still a cooler hand notion. Even if, if it's an intentional dap, that's way better than an intentional fist bump. I mean, that's just me. Uh, I'm trying to spread the word. Melmos, please, please spread the word. If, if you must ball up a fist to connect, dap it, don't bump it. And uh, with that said, man, um, just remember, man, always count your blessings, man. There's a lot of people out here doing a lot of big things. And until you get to where you think you need to be or want to be, just count your blessings, man. Just focus on the shit you got right now, man, because that's the best way to get through this shit without going crazy. Um, Serenity prayer always helps if you don't know what type of decision to make, what you need to do next. Think about it, man. Think use the serenity prayer change. You can change. You know, you know how it go. Uh, serenity prayer always good. Remember not to take shit personal from these motherfuckers. It's just you know, it's just work. You know, you don't gotta see these motherfuckers. You don't gotta sleep with these motherfuckers, man. You don't know what they did before you turn that corner. You don't know what type of text they just got. So you know, don't take shit personal. Really try to treat other people the way you want to be treated. It was just really helpful. I say that a lot, but I'm telling you, you better do that shit. Think I'm bullshitting. And always, 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 last but not least, last but most important, keep smoking, man. Roll up, roll up those Meldricks. Enjoy that shit. And, you know, try to keep the complaints low, man. If you do all the rest of that shit I suggested, you have a complaint free life like I do, man. So, um, yeah. That's it. Until next week, be safe, be careful, go Browns, we out. Cleveland, this is for you.